Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Welcome to Scuba Shack Radio, Season 6, Episode 131, recorded Monday, February 12th, 2024. <laughs> Scuba Shack Radio is a bi-weekly podcast in support of our mission to empower individuals with knowledge, ability, and experience to venture underwater in pursuit of their aspirations and to advocate for ocean health and sustainability. Hello again, everyone, and as always, thank you for tuning in to this latest episode of Scuba Shack Radio. I'm your host, Jeff Centropino. Now, I trust you're all doing well after all the excitement of the Super Bowl. Pretty exciting ending. And then there were all those commercials throughout the, the game. Wondering, did you have a favorite commercial? I think mine was that Arnold Schwarzenegger one that he did for State Farm. Now, as I looked at my calendar today, I noted that it was Lincoln's birthday. Now, I can remember as a kid, we used to get two holidays in February. We really look forward to being off school for both Lincoln's birthday on the 12th and then Washington's birthday on the 22nd. It's kind of interesting how they consolidated these two dates into President's Day way back in 1968. That's what with that Uniform Monday holiday law. And then tomorrow's Mardi Gras, a lot of big happenings down in New Orleans. It's coming a little earlier this year as Easter is at the end of March. Now, having uh, now been to New Orleans for the DEMA show last year, I have a better idea of how it happens. A lot of partying, that's for sure. Now, on today's show, my commentary is on a survey that I recently saw about training agencies. But before we get into that, let's start with some updates from Scuba Shack and then some news and information with Wet Notes. Well, the first few days that we get back from a dive trip are always a little busy as we play catch-up on the activities, and that was again the case with our return from Little Cayman. Not only did I need to catch up on 10 days of financial bookkeeping, there was also all the added work of the month-end close, but now that's all done. Well, we did uh, get the final details worked out for our October trip to Cayman Brack. Our plan is to fly directly from Miami to Cayman Brac to avoid the stopover in Grand Cayman, and that's one of the benefits of the Brac, a bigger runway with lights, and they can accommodate the 737s from Cayman Airways. Finally, Cayman Airways released their schedule, and our agent snagged us the seats for, uh, from Miami. Now, our group only needs to get to Miami before an 11.30 flight to the Brac, and I'm looking forward to getting back there this year. After the better part of a year working with one of our local fire departments, uh, their dive rescue team, we were able to deliver the team their new public safety dry suits. 
The suits were all made-to-measure DUI public safety dry suits. Last Sunday, the team came in, and Monty, Don, and I went through a dry suit orientation on how to care for and maintain the suit, how to cut the seals, and then how to put it on and take it off. The team was quite happy, and we were very pleased to have delivered them. And finally, yesterday was our seventh anniversary of taking over Scuba Shack. In some respects, the time has gone by very quickly. It was a very ominous start on that cold and snowy winter day in 2017. Given the conditions, we didn't get anybody in the shop, and with the snowstorm upon us, we were forced to cancel our class the next day. And then there was the depths of the pandemic, and our thoughts turned towards survival. Well, we did survive and forge ahead. And now we're starting our eighth year at the helm. So a very big thank you to all the dive professionals who support us and to all our very loyal customers. This is Wet Notes here on Scooby Shack Radio for Monday, February 12th, 2024. On a previous installment of Wet Notes, I told you about the new scuba industry magazine from William Klein. Well, it has been officially released. I read through the electronic version the other day and believe that there is one article that should be of interest to many of us divers. The article is from Dan Orr and it's titled Aging Divers, Issues for Older Divers Health and Insurance Coverage. Now, Dan tells us that when it comes to longevity, genetics has a 30% influence while lifestyle influences our longevity by 70%. I think scuba diving is a positive lifestyle, don't you? Now, the largest and most active uh, group of scuba divers are baby boomers, those born between 1946 and 1964. The demographics from the divers in Little Cayman will uh, bear that out. So we're getting up there in age. Dan talks about some of the physical aspects, but also gives us some news related to insurance challenges. You see, after age 80, you can't get dive accident insurance, although Divers Alert Network is trying to get this age limit removed. Let's hope so. I fully believe that I'll still be diving when I hit this milestone. We received another new product at the shop over the past couple of weeks. After a long wait, our Kona Pro Red Dive Flag Regulator bags arrived. Now, I saw this model at the DEMA show and really wanted to get them into the shop. The black bag is accented by a sewn-on dive flag, so the red color really pops. Also, the handles are red, along with the Acona uh, uh, label stitch on the reverse. Red and black are a great color combination. Then when you open it up, wow, a bright red uh, padded interior with black tie-downs. The gauge sleeve is black with red lettering. Plus, these bags are made from all recycled material. And here's the best news for us dive shop owners. This is a brick-and-mortar-only bag. They call it a BAM bag. That means you can only get it at a physical dive shop. You can't buy this one online. Personally, I think this is a really sharp-looking bag. Okay, in the last episode, I gave you a bit of an update on the Oceanic Plus housing and the Oceanic Plus app and the challenges that I was having when we were in Little Cayman. Like I relayed, the app with the camera and the dive computer worked great for about the first 20 minutes of the dive, and then the app aborted. So I did get in contact with our Oceanic rep, and he reached out to one of their product managers. 
like all software, it turns out that I may have had an older version of the app. I was having difficulty opening the app when I get back, so I deleted it and reinstalled it. Now, according to our rep, the new release happened just about the time I went on our trip and addressed known issues with the app shutting down. Now I'm up to date with version 2.0.12 parentheses 1. I highly recommend that you check it uh, for your latest version, and the easiest way to stay up to date is to go to the Apple Store, bring up the Oceanic Plus app, and if you are current, it should say open. If not, you can update right from there. We'll be doing some testing later this month when we get back in the pool. Oh, by the way, our rep also said that you should be able to open up the housing and change the nitrox mix while on the boat as long as you take precautions and keep the housing dry. I still think that will be difficult. In any event, I was happy that Oceanic responded quickly and is working with me to ensure that this innovative piece of technology is reliable and ready to go. Stay tuned for more updates. Now for an update from Halcyon on their carbon fiber backplates. I've got to tell you, I absolutely love my carbon fiber, and it has been very popular with our divers who routinely travel to warm water destinations. Now the backplate that I have has the single tank adapter built into the backplate. Well, this is going away. Going forward, Halcyon is only going to offer the carbon fiber without the built-in single tank adapter. Now, when you order any Carbon Fiber Pro, you'll get a standalone Carbon Fiber single tank adapter, so the overall weight will still be about the same. I think uh, this is, uh, simplifies things and is a good update to this really fantastic PC. Oh, by the way, apparently the blue Carbon Fiber is no longer going to be available. That's too bad because I really like the way that looks. I'm glad I snagged one when I did. Here's another reason why we just love to stay and dive with the Clearly Cayman Resorts. Last time I gave you a quick update on our trip to Little Cayman and the challenges we had with the weather and nitrox. Well, the Clearly Cayman Resorts made good on both accounts. First, when we were on the island, they gave us the option of getting one of their drink cards or a refund for nitrox. Most took the refund. We got that refund already and we're getting that back to our customers. Then because we missed five dives due to weather, Reef divers provide vouchers for the missed dives, so folks can use them through January of 2026, or they can apply them to our upcoming trip to Cayman Brac this year, or use them whenever they want to. Now, this is great customer service. The resort can't control the weather, but they sure know how to take care of their clients. Did you see that Reef Environmental Educational Foundation has a new logo? Last week, I received an email introducing this really cool design. Now, the dive flag logo that had been their identity since the beginning is being replaced with this vibrant blue logo with the sun streaming through the letters, and there's a fish icon incorporated into the R. The email announcing their new logo had a subject line of an official look, first look. Check it out. I really like this uh, new design. And finally, are you looking for the fountain of youth? Who wouldn't want to de-age? Well, a while ago, I talked about the record-setting underwater stay of Dr. Joe DeTore. And you can follow him on Instagram, where he goes by Dr. Deep Sea. 
Now, according to an article published on, of all places, Supercar Blondie by Alessandro Renesis, tests revealed that Dutori's cells appeared younger. He had somehow de-aged. According to Joe, after 100 days underwater, he says he feels better, sleeps better, and overall, he feels healthier. The article ends with a tip. Hit the gym, eat healthy, sleep more, or spend 100 days underwater. Well, that's it for this installment of Wet Notes here on Scuba Shack Radio. Before I start, let's just say that I debated with myself on whether this was a topic that I wanted to cover here on Scuba Shack Radio. I struggled with the content and how it would be perceived by all of you who continue to listen to the podcast, or whether you would find it of value. In the end, I decided that this was something that I wanted to relay, and that's the survey that I saw conducted by the Business of Diving Institute on Diver Training Agency's Net Promoter Score. The results of the survey were a bit shocking regarding how folks view the various training agencies. First off the bat, there's a lot of training agencies. There were 20 listed in the survey. Just to get you grounded here, here are the agencies in the order of recognition. That's just that people know about the agency and not their survey results. There's PADI, DAN, SSI, GUE, SDI, TDI, NAWI, CMAS, IANTD, BSAC, BSAC, RAID, UTD, DiveHeart, HSA, PSS, PFI, PSAI, SEI slash PDIC, NASE, ACUC. A veritable alphabet soup. Right there. That's an indicator of a bit of fragmentation in the scuba industry. Now, this was the second year that this organization conducted this survey on net promoter score for training agencies. You've probably took part in a survey like this for some organization or company at some point. Net promoter score is a scale from 0 to 10, uh, where 0 means that you are not at all likely to recommend the product or service, with 10 being extremely likely. Promoters rate the product or service as a 9 or 10, and if you score it at 7 or 8, you're considered passive. And if you uh, score it from zero to six, you're considered a detractor. With this input, the calculation is percentage of promoters minus the percentage of detractors. So the range is minus 100 to plus 100. To give you an idea of what constitutes a good score, it's anything above zero. That should be a pretty low bar, right? Above 20 is considered favorable, while 50% and above is excellent, And finally, scoring over 80 is world-class. For scuba training agencies, however, of the 20, only six scored above zero, and only two topped 20. Wow, that blew me away. Now, before I go any further, let's talk about who took the survey. According to the Business of Diving Institute, there were 781 scuba diving participants. 38% were baby boomers, those born between 1946 and 1965. 31% were Gen X, 1965 to 1980. 32% millennials born 1981 to 1996. 
and 9% Gen Z, those born between 1997 and 2012. 27.1% were female, and 71.6% were male, and the other 1.4% were either non-binary or preferred not to answer. To further break this down, 22.8% were dive shop owners, 45.4% uh, dive instructors, and 31.8% were scuba divers. So there's a lot to consider in who participated. Now, I'm not going to talk about specific numbers or specific training agencies here, but this is just one bit of information and very easily can be taken out of context or misinterpreted. But it is information that I don't think can be ignored. There has to be more to the story. Now, it is interesting that almost 70% of those who took the survey are dive professionals, either shop owners or instructors. If so many of these individuals rate the training agencies at six or below, we have to ask the question, why? Is it because these stakeholders view the training agencies as too expensive or do they feel too restrictive? Or maybe they feel inundated with marketing and sales. There was not a breakout of those non-professionals and their rating listing. This is a piece of the puzzle that uh, should be looked at separately, in my opinion. There is a link in the article uh, to participate in the current version of this survey. Now, here's also something in interesting. You can take the survey more than once. I got feedback from a fellow instructor that all he needed to do was clear his uh, browser cache. And now that injects a little ambiguity into the results. But I'm not sure folks would really take the time to skew the numbers. Perhaps. This single data point, however, uh, of training agency net promoter score, especially when it comes to training agencies and dive professionals, should be some sort of indicator. When it comes to net promoter score, I think that how customers rate their local dive shop or dive resort may be worthwhile. I was talking to a friend who owns a bicycle shop, and they have net promoter built into their point of sale system, and they get some valuable insight into how their shop is performing from a customer perspective. And when something doesn't go, uh, go right or seem right with the results, they can take meaningful action. Now, I'm going to bring this aspect up with our point-of-sale partner to see if there's something that could be incorporated and give us the same level of feedback. This is the place where the rubber meets the road for many dive customers. Yes, training agencies are a very necessary part of our sport. We enter a world that has risks and requires proper skills and ability to manage those risks, dive safely, and enjoy the underwater environment. Hopefully, these agencies will at least take a look at the survey conducted by the Dive, uh, Business of Diving Institute and maybe work with them to ensure that the survey is conducted with the right rigor and guide the overall improvement of our industry. Okay. Of those 20 uh, agencies that I listed, how many did you recognize? Like I said, I struggled a little bit with whether to cover this, but I do hope that you found it interesting and valuable. Well, 
That wraps up this uh, latest episode of Scuba Shack Radio. Thanks again for tuning into the podcast. And I'll be back again in a couple of uh, weeks with more Scuba Shack Radio. Until then, enjoy the rest of February. Scuba Shack Radio is a bi-weekly podcast supporting our mission to empower individuals with knowledge, ability, and experience to venture underwater in pursuit of their aspirations and to advocate for ocean health and sustainability. Talk to you next time. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done.